0: Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast as we continue our Road to Moscow series and we will be previewing El Tree, Mexico, the best CONCACAF nation by far in this World Cup. But they have not been able to get to the quarterfinals in a very long time. Five consecutive tournaments since the 32-team format has existed. Mexico has made the round of 16 every year and has fallen in the round of 16 every year. 1998, they lost to Germany. 2002, lost to the United States in 06 and 2010 to Argentina. And in this past World Cup in Brazil in 2014, Mexico fell to the Netherlands off of two late goals one of which was a penalty in the 96th minute by Klas Jan Huntelar. But Mexico comes in as the number one CONCACAF team. They finished first in the hexagonal. They had a uh, fourth-place finish in the Confederations Cup in Russia last summer, and they are going to be playing in Germany's group. They're going to open up the tournament against Germany in Moscow on June the 17th, followed by a match with South Korea on the 23rd, and then against Sweden on the 27th. This is Ori Benatar, and I'm joined alongside my buddy and an l tree fan Jacob Diaz. Jacob, what's going on?
1: Hey, Ori, thanks for having me on, man. Uh, really wasn't ready for you to just run through all those all those past failures, you know, it feels like you're kind of rubbing it in a little bit.
0: maybe slightly. I mean, it's not, I mean, the u s. didn't qualify. I think that's worse than obviously not obviously qualifying, but the u s. not qualifying is kind of the worst failure. I mean, Mexico getting to the round of 16 for the last five World Cups is a tremendous success, but how can Mexico maybe get past that hurdle to the quarterfinals? Who on their team can get them past that hurdle?
1: You know, that's a really good question because I don't have them <laughs> getting past there. You know, I, as much as it pains me to say it, you know, even if they make it through the group, which isn't a guarantee, you know, given they have a tough group with Germany, Sweden, and South Korea, you know... All likelihood, they're coming up against Brazil in the next round, and it would take a monumental uh, upset for for them to beat Brazil. If I had to single out one player who's gonna who maybe has that kind of magic, it has to be Irving Lozano, the winger from PSV. He's had a brilliant season. You know, he's very pacey. He's got great dribbling. He can shoot. He can score. You know, he's kind of an up and coming star for the team. You know, a lot of people are pointing to Chicharito Hernandez as kind of the face of the team. He's the you know historical top scorer, but you know, if one player is going to be the difference between them finally getting over that that first elimination round, it's got to be Osamo.
0: Yeah, Irving Lozano, 26 caps for Mexico, seven goals. But you have the core of this Mexican team that's been there since they won the Gold Cup in 2011. Uh, Andres Guardado is going to be the captain. You have Giovanni Dos Santos, Hector Herrera, Carlos Vea, Oribe Peralta. And then uh, how about Rafa Marquez? He's in the preliminary squad, 39 years old, 143 caps for Mexico. Do you think Rafa Marquez is going to make the final squad and play in another World Cup?
1: Oh, man, that's you know that's a question that I've kind of been mulling over in my head. I mean, all signs at this point point to he'll be on the team, um, not injured. We tend to play better when he's in the team. He's just a great leader for us. You know, he's kind of a talisman almost, but, I mean, man, is he getting up there in the years. You know, he's definitely not as mobile as he used to be, and I don't know if it'll be comfortable playing him in any of these games. So, you know, I'm – I I'm wondering if Osorio who, you know, he does like to rotate the squads, he does like to give young players a chance, he might give one of the other center back to go. Someone like Alanis who can hit a good free kick or uh maybe Jesus Molina in midfield. Um, but yeah, I mean at this point all signs kinda of point to Marquez is one of the one of the one of the
0: bench players. Yeah, Rafa Marquez could be making... It would be his fifth World Cup appearance if he were to make the final squad. The final squads are supposed to be all announced by June the 4th at the time of recording this. It is the end of May, so we're just a few days away from those final squads. But this... Uh,
1: I'm his captain, too, which would be incredible. Right.
0: But this Mexico group uh, is pretty tough. I mean, they got to open up the tournament against Germany, a little rematch of the Confederations Cup semifinal, where they got smoked by their B team, 4-1 in Sochi, and then Mexico played in a third-place match, losing to Portugal in extra time, 2-1. to one. So for Mexico, is the Germany game just kind of a lost cause, and then you just go try and go out and beat South Korea or Sweden? Or do you think Mexico has a chance maybe to get a point against Germany if Guillermo Ochoa has another incredible World Cup performance like he did against Brazil in 2014?
1: Yeah, that's basically what it would take. Um, I don't have a lot of—I'm not holding out a lot of— This first game, you know, I don't think the players really expect much from it either, uh, nor really the fans. You know, it's a very tough draw to get Germany in the first game, but, you know, at the very least, you kind of get that one out of the way and you can hopefully move on uh, to the South Korea game and and kind of pick it up again. I am glad that uh, we're playing South Korea second. I think we match up a lot better against them than Sweden. You know, Sweden's got a lot of very big physical players, and, you know, that's something that kind of gives Mexico some trouble sometimes a very small team, very technical. Um, So, you know, I think they can really kind of pick it up against South Korea and then go into that Sweden game with a a win behind them and maybe a little more confidence.
0: Now for a Mexico fan like you, and I guess for, you know, your family or other people you know that are El Tri fans, because of the fact that the United States in this World Cup, do you feel that Mexico has all of the pressure on CONCACAF on their shoulders in this tournament? And Mexico also sort of being probably the most popular team that American supporters are going to be rooting for people within the United States, because there's a big Mexican population in the U S Mexico plays a majority of their games in the United States. How much pressure do you think Mexico is going to have in this tournament to maybe get past the round of 16 finally?
1: I mean, you know, in terms of, you know, carrying the hopes of CONCACAF, um, I don't think that really is going to affect Mexico because they're already constantly under so much pressure from their own supporters. Um, You know, every day it's like, are we going to fire Osorio yet? You know, what's going on with the team? You know, any little bit of news, it's just, you know, blown out of proportion. Uh, Mexico fans, you know, I love them, but very, very fickle. Um, So they're under a ton of pressure. Um, If they don't make it past that first elimination game, it might be the end of Osorio's tenure. He's a very popular coach. Um, even though I think he's a very good coach. Um, you know, the team is its just, it's constant. So, you know, as far as the U.S. making it or not making it, I don't think that really affects them. But theres that doesn't mean that they're not under a ton of pressure.
0: Yeah, the Mexican team trying to avoid losing out in the round of 16 what would be a sixth consecutive World Cup if they are to get past the group stage. A lot of people saying that Sweden could be a potential second-place finisher in the group. Some people pinning South Korea. I mean, it is a tough group, Group F. But obviously, if you finish second place in that group, you're likely facing Brazil. But a question I wanted to ask you, Jacob. Uh, in your years watching the World Cup uh, for Mexico, what's your favorite World Cup moment that Mexico has had since you've been watching this team?
1: Uh, jeez, that's a good question. Um, you know, if it, the second half had gone a little better, that, that Netherlands game would have been a really good, you know, up until like the 80th minute. That was a great game. <laughs> um, but, yeah, obviously that didn't end so well. Uh, you know, it's been pretty painful, actually. You know, we've had some pretty heartbreaking losses. Uh, you know, going back to the two in a row we lost to Argentina, things like that, obviously the penalty. Uh, and then whatever 94th or 96th minute of of added time. Um, if I had to pick one, and you know, it's more of a personal thing. It was the open game against Cameroon in the 2014 World Cup. Um, we won one nil. Should have been three 0 but we had two goals disallowed. But uh, you know, I just watched it with friends, and, and it was a good. You know, we won. There was a lot of Mexico fans, so it was just a, it was kind of like a little party. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Mexico had a cup had some very good performances in the group stage at in Brazil. Good performance against Cameroon. Like you said, probably should have won that game 3 0. 0 0 against Brazil, Guillermo Ochoa, you know, build a statue for him. That's pretty much what the commentators were saying. And then 3 0 win against Croatia. Very impressive win. Oh. That was a good one too. I really uh, enjoyed watching that one. I mean, overall, Mexico played well in the Brazil World Cup. They had a they played well against the Netherlands. They should have won that game too. But, you know, every World Cup Mexico's been in recently, they've had to play a world powerhouse. They had to play the Netherlands and Brazil in 2014. 2010, they had to play France, but France was terrible then. Mexico won that game pretty easily. But then they had to play Argentina in the round of 16. So Mexico always has their work cut out for them in this World Cup.
1: Um, they really do. You know, it would be, be great to be in, like, Group A instead of Egypt. You know, have an easy route to the next round, you know group stage, easy uh, elimination game in the first round, but now we get Germany and Brazil.
0: Yeah, it can never be easy for Mexico. Just It, it feels the same way for the U.S., except in 2010 when the U.S. drove Slovenia and Algeria. We're going to move on now to the predictions portion of our preview. So how we do predictions here, basically, maximum number of points you think Mexico can get, Jacob, and also... If they got to the knockout stage, how far realistically could they get? So realistically, Jacob, how many points do you think Mexico can achieve in this group at their maximum?
1: Maximum, I'd say seven, uh, drawing the game against Germany, winning the next two. Uh, If they draw Germany, I'd expect it to be like 1-1. I don't think they're going to be able to hold Germany off the entire game, but maybe they can uh, sneak one past Neuer or Leno, whoever ends up in goal in the first game. Um. But honestly, I'd say they're probably going to get six.
0: Yeah, I would say Mexico' maximum number would be seven. They are capable of drawing Germany, but Germany tends to play really well in a first World Cup game. So realistically, I think five or six points is something Mexico should achieve for. I think Mexico should be reaching for six. Get a win against South Korea, that should be a win for Mexico. And then the Sweden game will be very difficult, being the last group stage game. But then if Mexico finishes second in their group, which probably would be the case if Mexico progresses through group F, do you think they would have any chance of beating Brazil and maybe turning up another good, uh, scoreless draw in regulation and maybe after 120 minutes and forcing a penalty shootout, does is Mexico have any chance to get past the round of 16 finally after so many years?
1: Honestly, I think the best they could hope for is that somehow Brazil ends up second and they play somebody else. Um, you know, Brazil's a lot better in my eyes than they were in 2014. And, uh, you know, I think we could play them close. you know, I do think in terms of style, art style and their style kind of match up well. Um, but I, you know they're just so talented, you know front to back, I, I just don't see it,
0: yeah. I mean, I would say Mexico finishing first in their group is probably less likely than Brazil finishing second in their group. I mean, Switzerland could turn up, Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland could turn up and play well. But I would say that if Mexico do end up playing the likes of Switzerland, Costa Rica or Serbia, then their chances of making the quarterfinals are a lot better. I think they match up the best with Costa Rica or Switzerland. But if they played Serbia, that would be a very tough match, Serbia being
1: a very physical team. But
0: overall, are you excited for this for this World Cup, Jacob?
1: I'm always excited for the World Cup, man. It's you know, it's a wonderful time to be alive. Just soccer from from dusk till dawn. I guess the other way around more, but you know, either way, you know, as much as I don't have high hopes for Mexico this time around, there's always that that little glimmer of hope that you just hold on to, anyways.
0: Of course, I'll be I'll be rooting for Mexico a little bit as a, as a Concacaf team. Considering I'm not a I'm Costa Rica a little bit, but I definitely don't want Panama to succeed. But I'll be pulling for Mexico a little bit. I'll root for them as my Concacaf team.
1: You know, for me, (laughs) I'd love to see Panama do well or Costa Rica do well again. You know, obviously the U.S. isn't there, so I don't have to worry about that.
0: Right. I don't have to to worry about that either. The U.S. and Mexico are going to play on a September 11th friendly in Nashville. That will be Mexico's first game after the World Cup. Well, Jacob, thanks for joining us. It was great to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. It was great. All right. So that's our Mexico preview. Make sure to continue listening to the rest of our previews on our Road to Moscow series here on the Top Flight Podcast.